0: don't get married young because you're going to throw your life away like you have all these experiences that you need to make in your early 20s like before you settle down. But I never really let that get in my way or bring me down because I wanted to have those experiences with him.
1: Hi, guys, and welcome to the What Else podcast. My name is Sarah, and by listening to this podcast, we have now become best friends. And as best friends do, here we talk about life, ask interesting questions, and open up the floor to learn what else is out there. Before we get started, be a pal and subscribe to the podcast and give it a five star rating because that is what friends do, and by doing so, you give someone else a better chance of finding it. All right, friend, let's get into the episode. Hey guys, welcome to episode three, I believe, of the What Else podcast. Um, Today, I'm talking to my very best friend. I was the maid of honor at her wedding. I like to brag about that often, even though it was a... A little over a year ago, still wear that badge of honor, um, Emily Farmer. I still want to call you Emily Moore. I don't know <laughs> everyone if everyone <I>, does. <laughs> I don't know if I will ever get used to it. Um, but so yes, she is my best friend. We uh, lived together for four years in college, and um, today we are going about going to be talking about specifically um, getting married young because she was married a year ago, and at that, that time you were 22,
0: 23. two, twenty three. I'll be twenty four this year. So you had. Was turned I you
1: were 22 I was 22 because oh, you okay. <laughs> Math. Math. <laughs> <laughs> you're 22 because you were turning 23 in november yes um so yeah we're just going to talk about that and her um experience in first year marriage um and then also some wedding stuff especially for my brides who are having to have very unconventional weddings um so yeah do you want to do you want to tell how we met
0: um so we met it was at a like a banquet, right, yeah. for the scholarships that we were receiving for college. Yeah. And what was it? Your mom, who said that I like looked like, oh, it your was, mom it, said no, that it I. No, it was me. You oh, said. I will, oh. I will never put that on my
1: mom. No. She, she it was like. Why a- did I think it was your mom? <laughs> no, it was me. I will own that. So you were walking across the state because it was like a, like an award ceremony, but yes. we hadn't gotten into college like we got into the college and we had it was all the people who had gotten the specific scholarships and they had like a banquet with basically giving us our award for being in the scholarship yeah i guess and you walked across the stage and they like give like a little bio about you and you just seemed nice and i was like really scared to get a roommate like i didn't want to get a roommate at all and (laughs) i thought i thought you looked like a rabbit
0: (laughs) That was it. Yeah, okay. he was a no. rabbit, was but like in funny. a good way, not yeah, in like a yeah. weird way. I mean, well, maybe. It was... And then you had a roommate, but then said roommate decided that she was... wanted her own room. It was yeah. great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she wanted, and so she became our sweetmate. She became our sweet yeah. mate. So you were looking for a roommate, and I was like desperately looking for yes. a roommate. I knew no one, yeah. and I was like extremely antisocial, and yep. like did not want to.
1: We looked like a rabbit. You acted like a, a rabbit. <laughs>
0: you such so then like later on that week or something like that, I had already gotten home and you messaged me yep. to see if I was first looking I for did. a roommate. I'm and so abrasive. that was that. I'm and like, I'm hello, <laughs> do you want to be
1: friends? And you didn't
0: look scary and... <laughs> Neat, good. I'm...
1: And I remember the first thing you were like, yeah, I have a bunch of kitchen stuff. First things you said you that. named the utensils that you had and I remember I was like mom why does this girl have an entire you were like I have a frying pan I was like why does she have a frying pan for a dorm room I was like this is gonna I be was great I really
0: prepared yes you I probably were still have that frying I
1: bet pan. you do I bet you do <laughs> it was great though um and four years later and she can't get rid of me yeah.
0: Yeah. If yeah. I hadn't gotten married, we would have moved in together.
1: Yeah, but, oh, 100%. I would have been like, hi, we're attached to the hip. I, don't, I rem- Even when you got married, I was like, so you're getting a house? Like, is there a room for me? <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, we have been friends for four years, and we will be friends forever. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, let's talk about you and Andrew. How did you mm-hmm. guys meet?
0: Um, so we met at, um, we worked together at a restaurant called Highway 55. Um he was older than me, so I didn't really give him the time of day being my antisocial self mm-hmm. and apparently the first summer that we worked together he flirted with me and I had no idea. <laughs> of course, <laughs> I guess. To very you. Yeah, that is very me. Um it was only after he had left to go back to college for the year that um, everyone was like, uh, just so you know, he definitely flirted with you. And the fact that he gave me his number at the end of the summer definitely that's told a good me indicator. that he was interested. Yeah, in. that's pretty um, clear. But then neither one of us texted each other for the entire year. Awesome. We were both to, you know, I was a senior in high school. Yeah. He was a senior in college. We yeah. both had stuff going on, stuff to do. And um, it just we just never did. And it was so funny because that next summer, um, we both like opened up to each other and said that we were waiting on the other one to text each other. But anyway, so the next summer came around and he wasn't working at highway 55 that summer. Uh, but my best friend Tori, she uh, kept asking me questions about myself and then was reporting back to Andrew to tell him about me. Oh, she
1: was like a spy. Yeah, awesome. yeah.
0: So I, in a very, very ballsy, unlike me <laughs> move, <laughs> texted him and said, you know, if you have questions about me, you could always just ask me yourself. Wow. You are really feeling right? yourself that day. And he um, asked me out on our first date, and that uh, I I've been together ever since.
1: And that was the summer so, before we got to college, right? Yes.
0: Yes. Yeah. We started dating um in July. So I graduated high school in June. We started dating. Yeah. In July. So
1: I I met you like a couple months after you had met Andrew. Yes. Oh gosh, that doesn't even like register for me. Mm-hmm. Um and then so okay, so you and you went through college and you got married the summer after you, gra- you met him, the, you graduated and then you met him and then you graduated from college and you married him.
0: <laughs> yes. Because once I knew that he was the one, yeah. um, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I told him that I would get engaged before I left college mm-hmm. and that I would get married the summer in between mm-hmm. graduating and starting my first teaching job.
1: You had like had that plan? Yes. I
0: told yeah. him that that is how... this is how it's gonna go go. and it worked out and it sure happened now you're a happy
1: happy little thing with two Mm -hmm. dogs yeah um did you guys did you get any i guess pushback not just married like getting married so young or with like that age gap um or like even dating um like with that age
0: gap I don't think that anyone, like, in our immediate family or friends pushed back against it. We're the same age difference as my parents mm-hmm. are. Uh, so they didn't, you know, have any issues with it or anything like that. And his parents um, just loved me. So yeah. it did you know. Um, so there wasn't any pushback as far as that goes. I think that there was just, um, like... Just people that not necessarily targeted at us. Yeah. But just like you see those things that pass on um, along Facebook and that people do all the time that they have. um, It says don't get married young because you're going to throw your life away. Like you have all these experiences that you need to make in your early 20s, like before you settle down. But I never really let that get in my way or bring me down because I wanted to have those experiences with him. Yeah. And we started dating, you know, when I was 18 and how long, like my, my question for those people would be, how long do you expect us to date? date. It's not like I'm going to, like I loved him. I'm not going to break up with him to then do all these things that people say that I need to do in my early twenties in order to be happy. And then what, like fall back, yeah. into him like once I'm in my late 20s like to me I wanted all of those experiences and all of this you know fun things in your early 20s with him and yeah. that's what I'm getting to do
1: yeah so. I don't like the term settle down I don't think and I don't think it was meant to be in a negative it, I don't think it was a, meant to be like a negative um phrase but I think it's used very negatively um and I don't I don't think that it is like and you I'd love your insight on this like do you feel like it is like a like a settle down thing like I get that with maybe kids you have to slow down because like they literally rely on you when you're they're babies but when you're married I feel like I'd be like all right cool we got rings and we're and we're still running like we used to yeah I mean
0: nothing changed necessarily besides the fact that, you know, we now had a piece of paper saying that we were legally bound together. Um, and we started wearing the rings and I changed my last name, but other than that, we're still, I mean, we still got our, we still got new jobs. We moved, we got adopted two dogs. We, I mean, these are all things that I would have done anyway. Yeah. I just now have a support system and someone that I love Standing by my side while I do all of those yeah. things, and I mean there are couples all the time now that are getting married and then renovating buses yeah <laughs> and, you know traveling the country yeah. I think that that's so cool and fun and like they are married and it doesn't matter. I think that the settle down especially when you bring up the kids I think that it's that expectation that as soon as you get married you're immediately going to like Start a family and yeah, you know, do true. all and, and you know, not do really all these things, anymore. and that's not, yeah. I mean, women are waiting because mm-hmm. uh, it's their bodies and they can do what they want, yeah. Um, so there is not really any like settling down Mm -hmm. of sorts it's more like you are committed to this person so why not show the world that you're committed to this person and then let's keep on moving
1: yeah yeah. no I know I feel like Instagram has really opened my eyes to like the cool married couples that travel around the world or like whatever um and even um, like going back to kids, I'm, I follow a, a couple. They are uh, the Divines, Haley and Brad Divine. I literally have followed followed them for years. I love them. They are having their third kid. Um, it's a girl. So excited. <laughs> um, so they have two little girls. But they've traveled with their girls overseas since they were a couple months old. Yeah. Like they and and you know, if you follow like the Bucket List family, you know those kids were raised on planes. Like they went everywhere. Well, there's no
0: rule book either that exactly. says that once you have to have kids, you even have to settle down, yeah, you know what I mean? There's so many more options yeah. now, too, um, like schools that are online or virtual and stuff like that. I mean, you can do what you want. So. Yeah.
1: I like that life isn't looking so, like, copy and paste. Yeah. I think that, I mean, I for all the times I hate social media, I do like that it opens up things that you might not have seen just in your community um not to even say like your community is like sheltered or like you grow up in a bad place not at all but it literally introduces you to people from all different parts of the world who have different mm-hmm. lifestyles and so you may not know that oh that's possible or oh that's a thing until you go online and you see that, that that's a thing and I think that's I, I think that's like one of the coolest parts. Mm-hmm. Um what are what's something that you or what are some things that you wish you would have
0: known? Like getting married? You know, it's been really good, but um <laughs> Uh, I, the first thing that comes to mind because this was a recent struggle was the uh, tax situation. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So we are currently um, married filing separately Mm -hmm. on our taxes um, because of his student loans, just wanting to make sure that um, those are only tied to him. Uh, So that it doesn't affect my credit or anything like that if anything goes wrong with the loans. Yeah. You guys Um, like
1: thought very hard about how you were going to do that to be smart. But
0: something that they don't tell you, come to find out during tax season, doing our taxes, um, if you are married filing separately, uh, your spouse, so in this case my husband, um, does not... Qualify for any sort of um, money back based on what he paid in student loans for that tax year. So that really bites you. So he lost all of the tax refunds for student loans um, because we are not married filing jointly.
1: Mm hmm.
0: Which. No one told us about things they don't tell you. Yeah. Is that
1: that like something that you're going to change now? Um, Like for the next time you file or?
0: Yes. Yeah. Yes. So we are going to change to filing jointly because that will also save us some money on our paychecks because right now, um, taxes are taken out of our paychecks as if we were single. Yeah. Uh, but when you're married, they don't, um, withhold as much.
1: Hmm. Yeah, no, that's super interesting. And that's, like, again, like, something you didn't know and something, like, you Mm -hmm. had kind of had to trip over. So, um, is there anything else, like, moving in together or, like, getting a house
0: or... Moving in together was definitely interesting because we did not live together before we were married. In fact, we were long distance for the entirety of dating. I wish that I had... Kind of stood my ground when we were dating a little bit more, and um, if he listens to this, I love you, Andrew. I promise. <laughs> um, but some of his some of his habits oh, he knows his habits in college. Um, tried to stick with him when we moved in together, yeah. um, and it was just like okay, well, you you live with me now, and you know that I'm a neat freak, and I I, I had to work on some things as yeah. well. I had to work on letting go. I have this thing where my house has to look like no one lives there oh, at, at all times it like, has to be pristine. pristine
1: I asked her last night I was like Emily how does it how does everything look like it is in its place and it hasn't been touched in 60 years i'm talking down to like you open a cabinet and (laughs) i I opened the liquor cabinet actually (laughs) because we were making some drinks and the bottles were perfectly perfectly lined in straight lines with the same spacing in between and it's like i know you don't go around with a ruler maybe you do but like i've just seen you place (laughs) things and you as you walk you're like you're like a snow white you know I don't know, gracefully walking throughout your home, adjusting Mm -hmm. things with your hands, and everything's just perfect. It always looks like it's perfect. You've always been like that. I loved, loved living with you for that. (laughs) I've picked up some of those habits that now my parents make fun of me for. uh So I appreciate it. All right, we are taking a quick break to thank our non-sponsor, Copari deodorant. Um, No, I am not fancy enough to have sponsors, but I wish I was. And so this is a segment where I just kind of share my favorite products. And I have been using Copari deodorant for a solid two weeks. Um, And it's really good. Like, all the Instagram, you know, ads and all that stuff that I've been... Served online has really worked. It's like $14. And at first I was like, what the heck? But listen, hear me out. It's so good. I think it's made with like almond essential oils or something, um, which. You know, some people get weird about essential oils and their products, and I totally get it, but it is fantastic. I have totally noticed a difference, I was about to say, in the quality of my armpits, but like, kinda. Like, no more, like, red bumps or irritation or I don't know. Like, is it weird to say rash? Listen, underarms can get a little wild, Um, but this deodorant has been a total game changer. I love it. The smell is addicting. You feel like you are coming out of the water in Bali, so... I don't know what else you need. I think I'm going to order some more of their products. If you um, love any of their products, definitely let me know which ones I should order next. Um, But you will not get 20% off on their website if you use what else 20 however Kopari if you want to sponsor me like that'd be neat and uh, we could could have a code for 20% off sure if you sign up for their email list or something you could get like 10% off or something but anyway um, I'll link the deodorant in the show notes and you can look forward to these favorite segments every episode so alright back to the episode
0: Well, uh, so I, to say that, you know, we both had some growing to do. So yeah. I'm not going to say that this was one sided, but he was the total opposite. Mm-hmm. He was fine with cooking a full meal and eating it and leaving the dishes until the next day or the next day yeah. or, you know, letting it pile up, letting laundry sit in the dryer, letting um, dirty laundry pile up on the floor instead of in a hamper. And it was just kind of a lot of these moments where I was like, angry you yeah. know like why can he not pick up after himself and it was like well I mean he did have four years four and a half years of college to condition himself to okay this is yeah that's fine. lifestyle and I never while when I came to visit him when he was in college I never really it was his place mm-hmm. so it wasn't my place to tell him that he needed to so then I had to take a hard look and then step back and say okay well I can't just expect him to pick up these new habits without telling him yeah. that we just we had to make compromises, you know. Things could be out of place, but that didn't mean that things had to be dirty, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Yeah. And we just kinda got on a routine and now we're we're good.
1: Yeah, I feel like you guys have really gotten into a rhythm. I think that's something that a lot of people struggle with. I saw somebody post on Facebook and it was like Something, you know, my husband be like, and it's like a TikTok and it's, you know, putting a dish in the sink and walking away or like somebody going in the hamper and just th- throwing clothes, like dirty clothes, <laughs> grabbing the one shirt that's dirty, putting it on and then leaving the dirty clothes, like just stuff like that. And she was like my husband all day and they'd gotten, I mean, I I don't think they had been married for very long um, and it, but that seems like something that I think a lot of people go through is. That power struggle, especially with people who are neat freaks. Yes. I think that could be really hard. How did you guys... So you say you compromised, but like, how did you... I I would say, how did you communicate through that? Because I don't think that's the only way that you could really get through that.
0: I would say that it was a lot of trial and error because my immediate instinct was to just get mad. And then when I came at him in this like voice of anger, it was like he i mean who wants to listen to someone who's just like berating you as yeah. if you should know that this is a thing when he didn't know that it was a thing so it it was it was definitely a lot of like coming in at a place of anger and then coming back later and being like i'm i'm sorry mm-hmm. like this i understand that this was not how so it was like we really finally got to the point where we were like we have to just be like, let's talk about this. We just need to do this. And then it started to become like the little things that I would notice that he would do or the little things that I noticed that I would like leave alone. And we started to appreciate each other, like, that much more for it. So, yeah. like, it's almost like a love language now when I, like, go into the living room and I see him put his own coaster back. Nothing hotter. I didn't hotter. have to tell him. Nothing hotter. To take his coaster <laughs> and put it back on the tray where it goes. Love that. Um, or to, you know, walk into... He just finished up taking a shower and the clothes are on the floor and he's like, Oh, I'm picking those up. And, you know, like grabs them off the floor he almost cares. where it was like instinctively like, Oh no, yeah. <laughs> I left them on the floor. She doesn't like that. Let me, you know, pick that up. Um, or me saying, you know what? It, it's a late night. I want to go to bed. Yeah. We can just leave that dish out for the night cause it'll be okay. Mm-hmm. And actually being able to go into the room and close the door and sleep, knowing that there is a dirty dish in the <laughs> sink, but knowing that I can I can yeah. get to it in the morning, yeah. And it doesn't have to be this like big thing or anything like that. Plus, then you kind of get over the neat freak when you have uh, two dogs yeah, that are I'm 130 sure. pounds combined. But mm-hmm. yeah,
1: you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that, that really it helped
0: that me thing get things. over uh, a lot of my neat freak ishness because yeah. I couldn't do it anymore.
1: <laughs> the main habit I picked up from you is the microwave. My dad makes fun of it now. Um, the microwave. When people leave, the, like, they take food out of the microwave, uh-huh. and there's still time on it, and they
0: don't clear it.
1: Oh, oh God. yes.
0: I yes. can't. You know who also does that now, clears it? Andrew. Really? Because he knows. I can't, I it. can't
1: stand I can't stand it. it. I'll come downstairs, and, like, nobody will be around. I clear the microwave. Or, like, my dad, I didn't realize um, that he did this. He, like, I was washing dishes, and we were talking, And I wasn't paying attention, but he purposefully started the microwave and then opened it and closed it (laughs) while I was talking. And so we were talking, and I wipe, you know, dried my hands or whatever. I'm still talking, and I see it. And as I'm talking, we're still continuing the conversation. I just casually Casually. go over, click the clear button, and then just keep talking. And he starts busting out laughing, but I, and ours blinks. Mm. It blinks. Well, that's it's, even more it's, annoying. It's like screaming at you. I mean, it's not making any sound, but for me, I'm I'm dying inside. I don't understand. Like, I totally get not wanting to leave it till the zero because I hate the sounds of microwaves. But then you clear it, it kills me. <laughs> it kills me. And that's from because you used I I, I say yell. Yeah, you didn't. You never yelled at me, but
0: no. ever. <laughs> but you would be like Sarah, but. I can see myself, though, walking into your dorm room and, like, just having a conversation you with you. To and used do it. Um, just turning, yeah, turning to yeah. your microwave and clicking clear.
1: <laughs> yeah, you could just, I mean, you... I, it's Not like, even realizing it. You have a it. presence. Mm-hmm. It is a presence. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, wait, we got to talk about penguin. <laughs> wait, snowman.
0: Oh, it was it snowman. It wasn't penguin. <laughs> it was
1: snowman. It was snowman. Listen, that was genius. Okay, guys, all right, for all of you that are rooming with other people hack and it works okay i was made fun of for it when we i probably i think i made that rule like that first
0: night yeah you did
1: awesome i think that the
0: very first night we sat yes we sat cross in a circle on a rug
1: with chips and salsa with chips and salsa and i made the snowman rule and we just yeah yeah they thought i was crazy but but they listened we thought
0: that you were crazy but that was probably for a different reason yeah i was the loudest one for sure i'm pretty sure it was the maid
1: Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. We'll get to that. I've grown so much. We all have. We'll get to that. Um, Okay, so snowman. Um, I said, okay, okay, so whenever, like, because when you live with anybody, you're going to get mad at them for something. And I was like, okay, okay, if, if, like, one of us gets mad or, like, we do something the other doesn't like, we have to have a code word that you say before... You, like, tell that person, hey, could you not do this, or whatever, so that it gives that person some time to, like, put up that barrier and say, okay, like, they said the code word, they're going to tell me something out of love, because we need to live together peacefully. So, like, I would get, often, Snowman, Sarah... If you don't close the shower curtain, I'll murder you in your sleep. (laughs) That was my... I remember that. That was my biggest thing. That that was bad at. It was like, i so bad at closing the shower curtain. Or, snowman, Sarah, clear the microwave, or I'll murder you in your sleep. (laughs) And it worked. It worked. One, I learned habits. and, uh, And nobody... We never had any issues. Never. No. Because if anything, you know, bothered the other person, you just say snowman, and then you know... Because it's, like, you're just like, Sarah, close the, whatever. You know, I get upset. You say snowman, though. And I'm like, oh, this is something that we need to maintain mm-hmm, so that mm-hmm. living together is not a train wreck. And we never really
0: had any big issues. Ever. We, yeah, we were, we were
1: good. We, yeah, we never. I don't know if we've
0: ever fought. No. No. Mm-mm. you know
1: Because we're also both people that are pretty good at being self-aware in that if I were to say, Emily, you're being mean or dumb or whatever, you would be able to.
0: Take that and say, "Yeah, "Yeah." Yeah, you're right." Yeah, Yeah. need to calm down. Normally, it's before the other one even has to say anything. Like, we like send a text to each other, and then we're like, "Wait,
1: (laughs) wait." Really, (laughs) hey, okay. I acknowledge that I'm being dumb, but let me be dumb for like three more minutes, (laughs) and then we just let it happen. Yeah. Um. Okay. The maid thing. I want
0: to. I really thought it was a good idea. I just, it was. I don't know. I I just want to preface this by. I mean, everyone's seen a dorm room. Those things are like... Those things you are can, super you small. You can touch one end and touch the yeah. other. But but
1: that was my argument. I was like, it's so small, it would be very cheap. I Okay, so let me just tell you. I thought it would be a great idea to get a maid for the dorm room because I... And it was probably like I just I love a I do love a clean place and it was the first time where I could control a place mm-hmm. and I had always dreamed like even though it was a dorm room to me I was like this is my place it's the first time it's my room I get to decorate how I want whatever so my glorious castle of the dorm room this was the first time that I could have a maid if I wanted and that's like my dream so like having you know a maid, or at that time it was because I thought like that was the bougiest thing <laughs> so I come in and meeting meet these girls first night I'm like you let's think about getting a maid and they
0: grace and i looked at each other and we definitely like as soon as you left the room we're like who is this girl yeah he probably (laughs) like
1: what a stuck up (laughs) wanting a maid i admit ridiculous for a dorm room
0: and also before you learned that i was gonna yeah like i didn't know i
1: was probably more afraid of other people like I was like, oh, I if if I pay for somebody to clean, I don't have to worry about the other person not or something. I don't know.
0: Do you also remember though our cleaning parties? Yes, our we cleaning parties to, were oh, great. What's our song? What's our song?
1: Um, gas, gas pedal.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we can't say no. yeah,
1: gas pedal. When you when gas pedal came on, you know the broom was out. Yep. We had to have cleaning parties at night. You should if if you live with somebody, you should do that. It's great. You turn on horrendous music, shake. Your hind and like <laughs> you wouldn't show your mom, and then and you get your broom. Go for it's it. It's great, go. and you go and for room it. The was yeah. very clean. After. Yeah. <laughs> oh goodness. Okay. So for for our our COVID brides, our twenty twenty mm-hmm. brides, and probably going into twenty twenty one, um, and planning weddings, and of course theirs are going to look a little different. But um, looking back on your wedding, it was only a year ago. Like, are those there are things that you were like, ooh, tip. Don't do this, or do do this, or spend
0: money here, don't spend money here, hmm. whatever. Um, I, okay, so first, I am a horrible person to ask about, like, budgeting and specifics, because I was very, you would not think this, because mm-hmm. I am a very much, like, in charge of everything type person, yeah. type A personality, I have to know everything that's going on at every minute, but with my wedding... I trusted my mother and my yeah. mother in law, well, and great you support team. so like so implicitly that I did not have a care in the world. I knew that it was going to be beautiful.
1: You had a great like support team because I was on it. I'm just kidding. I had nothing I, to do
0: with the budget. And I still, to this day, do not actually know how much my wedding cost mm-hmm. because that was something that I was fortunate enough that my mother and my um, my parents and yeah. my in-laws did not want me or Andrew to like have to worry about. Um, so, And I realize that that's not the case for mm-hmm. everyone, but I don't want to speak about something that I can't, you know. Yeah. But what I will say is if I could go back, I would... Not have gotten married in June. And Mm -hmm. if I had stuck to June, I would have not gotten married at, what was it, 5 or 5.30? Yeah, you picked the uh, peak Sunday. It was hot. It was hot. It It was extremely hot. And I look back on my pictures... And I do regret it slightly because I can see that I'm, like, a little bit sweaty mm-hmm. in the pictures. Yeah. And I don't like that. Yeah. Um, I've even been thinking about um, redoing, like, bridal portraits and portraits with Andrew and I. Because I love all, I mean, my photographer did an amazing job. And I love the photographs from the, like, reception and stuff like that. But I wish that I wasn't gross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You still look, <laughs> During look beautiful. The ceremony, you made think you look so. gross, but that's just because... Own first yeah, I was about to say I think yeah. that I just criticize very strongly but
1: I remember after the ceremony though like you guys you know like walked up the aisle you kissed or whatever and then as soon as it's like I don't know there's like this moment when everybody like breaks <laughs> when you everybody relaxes and you start moving into the reception mm-hmm. and we started moving to pictures you you immediately we went and we got a jacket we covered you because you're so prone to burns that yes. you could have gotten burned in the ceremony and been red and sunburned yes. for the reception. I remember
0: being very worried about that at the Rehearsal the night before, like yes. I even asked if we could go over like rules and yeah. stuff for the day inside because we were standing yeah. out there and I was in a spaghetti strap dress yeah. and I was very worried that I was going to yeah. end up a little bit sunburnt and I wasn't it wasn't going to even out by the right. next morning. Of course, it's so, not.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, so why not June? And I'm curious about this because, like, in my head, I'm like, yeah, I would love a June wedding because it's summer. Uh, if it I would have hot? kept a
0: June wedding, if it was all inside. Yeah. Um, I'm glad that my reception was inside. Um but I mean not necessarily like knocking June. I know another bride <laughs> that got married this June mm-hmm. and um it her wedding was not until seven and it was gorgeous. Mm. And we okay. barely sweat and, yeah. because she pushed it those two hours. Yeah. I think that I would have probably changed the time. Mm-hmm. Um or done like April,
1: yeah, or may,
0: yeah. if I could have May
1: I, May is such a beautiful month mm-hmm. um, but I so hesitate to as if I'm planning a wedding right now. <laughs> um, but like in my head, you know, on my Pinterest board, I I hesitate to like think about may because especially in charleston and knowing the charleston bridal industry and any bridal industry everything goes up in may prices get yes. jacked so much in may and like i get prices it.
0: were jacked for me in june um, yeah, because I'm my sure. i was originally getting married in august yeah so glad. i
1: remember that mm-hmm. yeah. yeah god yeah. that moved yeah yeah. It's it can we get pushed, so
0: expensive. Yeah. Well we had said August because we were trying to avoid the high prices. Mm-hmm. But then we realized um that school was starting yeah. back that if we kept our original date, we would not be able to go on a honeymoon because we would both have to, as teachers, report back early that and would have been fun. the dates wouldn't have worked out. Um so we ended up talking about it and my parents were like, Let's just move it to June, it's not that big of a deal. So Yeah.
1: Anything, anything else that you're like, don't do this or, or any like words of wisdom for for
0: COVID brides? Eat at your reception. (laughs) Okay. I've coming at it from both sides. I have now been a bride. I have now been a bridesmaid and I have now been a maid of honor or matron of honor. I'm sorry. I was already married. Um, And I did not eat. At my own wedding, and I was starving, and I felt sick, and I felt like angry by yeah. the end of it because I was a little bit hangry. Um, luckily, my venue was absolutely amazing. And if you can do this, here's tip number two um, the staff that was there yeah. came up to us during the middle of the reception and said, What would you like? Um, here's what, you know, just in case you forgot, here's what they're serving at your own wedding. Um, what would you like? We're packing you to go bags. And so they packed us a ton of food, it more than two huge people bag. could have ever eaten and had it put in our car yeah. for us. So that when we amazing. got to our hotel that night, we could eat, um, because you know, there wasn't anything open by the time we were, unless we wanted like McDonald's, yeah. which, you know, we weren't, we weren't going for that. Um, so Definitely see if there's anything that your venue will do for you in terms of that, like setting it aside. Most of them will. Mm-hmm. Um, you may just have to ask. Um, but when I was a matron of honor in my um, best friend Bailey's wedding this past June, mm-hmm. um, I, like, had to make her eat. I love you too, Bailey, if you listen to this. But <laughs> I there's actually a picture of me at the reception glaring. I mean I have a full glare. I look Ooh. angry in the picture and I know that exact moment. And it is when, um because I had asked I had told Bailey she needed to eat. I'll fix you a plate. What would you like? And she said, No, I'm not eating. Like I'm I'm walking around and I was like, No, no, you're You're going to eat, so you can either tell me what you like, or I'm going to assume you want all of it, and I'm just going to tell them to put everything on a plate. So she told me, and I went to the line and was like, this is for the bride and groom, so make sure you give them a ton, and then went down the line and set it up, got her over to her table, sat her down, watched her take a bite. Her groom promised me that he was going to make her eat some more. I walked away. And when I turned around, she was up walking again. <laughs> and that's when that photo <laughs> got snapped. And like, oh, She looks angry. Glaring. Because yeah. I knew that she had not eaten yeah. a whole bunch that day at all. And I didn't want her to feel sick or to pass out at her own wedding.
1: Yeah. It would be a so big bummer.
0: eat, guys. It's okay. Your guests will not judge you for eating at your own wedding. The food's expensive. The food is usually really good. So just... Just eat it.
1: Just eat it. You pay you for get it.
0: You Yeah.
1: <laughs> that's a good tip. I feel like that's something people don't think about.
0: Yeah. yeah. Because you're so nervous that day that, you know, you, per, you are supposed to be eating snacks all day, but you don't. Mm-hmm. You know, or yeah. either that or it just like, it's like you're not even eating because you're just... Nervous and have all these jitters and Especially stuff like that. Especially if you have
1: alcohol, which for a wedding you usually do. Yes. So, for getting ready, mm-hmm. all the kinds of things. Yeah.
0: So, please do yourself a favor and eat at your own reception. <laughs> love
1: that. <laughs> well, thank you for being on the podcast. You're going to be thank on you again, for I'm sure. Me. Yeah. Um, if you guys have any questions for Emily um, and just like stuff we've talked about, of course, like send me a DM. Um, what, Emily, I love, I've never asked somebody this question because my last guest, I sucked and didn't ask this. Mm-hmm. i still going used to it.
0: Emily, where can my guests find you? <laughs> find you online if they want to follow you and your journey? Um. Well, I do have an Instagram. I don't even know my own handle. You
1: are Emily Page Farmer.
0: Is there, aren't there like underscores in it though? Or yeah. It just, I think it's Emily underscore page underscore farmer. Or yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like something that. like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, my dog also has an Instagram. Yes, so if you want to see super cute pictures of my two fur babies, um, hers is Olive Farmer, the GSD, cause they're both German shepherd dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can follow them to see all of their cute shenanigans. Cute,
1: yeah. cute, cute. cute. So it's olives, but uh, figgy is in it.
0: Yes, because we started the Instagram before we got Figgy. Yeah. So did, we just kind of did like, little... yeah, so mm-hmm. we just kind of did a, it's Olive's Instagram, but she um, posts Figgy's a co-star. Figgy. Yes. Yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: She's, Olive is so kind and generous to allow that space for <laughs> to Figgy. allow her sister. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, tune back in and I will see you next time. thank you so much for listening to the what else podcast and if you like this episode then i've got a small to-do list for you uh first of all go ahead and screenshot this episode right now and post it on your instagram stories and tag me at sarah e boss and i can go ahead and repost your post and that helps others find the podcast as well and give me a review on apple podcasts that is a huge help with letting others find the podcast and also become best friends so don't be selfish. And finally, if you want to subscribe to my blog to get even more content, you can at sarahebossblog.com. All right, guys, I will see you in the next episode.